Thanks for listening to Boundary Talk. We aim to bring you a roundup of the latest cricket action in less than 10 minutes, and all before your morning commute. Before the time stops ticking, let's get going. Well, hello everybody. Uh, forgive the gravelly voice. I know that's the point of being a podcaster, to have a soothing voice for the listeners. But uh, as you can tell, it's a bit late. Just ticked over past that. <laughs> but we're going to get you your 10 minute roundup. So help us. That's the that's the deal with boundary talk. Um, Kieran and Seth are not present. I'm told, I'm told by a a birdie on the grapevine that Kieran might be at the pub, and Seth might also be at the pub. But but we won't hold that against them. It's been a long week, and um, yeah. So if that's how they feel, you know, if that's what they feel, the boundary talk is a brand that's exploding over the internet right now. If that's what they feel it deserves, then I guess that's something I have to uh, have to deal with. But anyway, enough of uh, internal politics. It's all friendly here, really. Let's have a look at the latest day coming to a close of the latest round of the county championship. And it's been a day that's kind of been headlined by something that didn't happen in a weird way. What with Jimmy Anderson's absence, which is uh, remarkably concerning on a intensely emotional level but we'll come back to that first off we're going to re-run all of the results to date so you can catch up on the state of play so starting division one excuse me uh looking at kent hampshire in canterbury hampshire at the end of day two lead kent by eight runs with 10 wickets remaining and another convincing day for for hampshire uh Day two of four, Lancashire Somerset. Lancashire now trails Somerset by 289 runs with eight wickets remaining. We'll talk about, well, I guess Lancashire's inability to tame the Rue. Uh, shout out to Seth for his fantasy team name there. Northamptonshire, Nottinghamshire. Nottinghamshire trail Northamptonshire by one run with six wickets remaining. That one's low scoring but bubbling in to be quite a nice nice fixture. Sorry, Middlesex. Unfortunately, uh, neither Kira nor myself managed to make it into the Oval today. But given how conditions looked, it looks like we saved ourselves a day of getting very, very cold. Um, so yeah, sorry in Middlesex. Sorry now, Tram Middlesex by 19 runs with seven weeks remaining. Warwickshire Essex to round off Division 1. Essex trail Warwickshire by 30 runs with six wickets remaining, reaching 86 for four. Essex, that is, at the close of Day 2. And then, we shall not forget them, Division 2. Derbyshire, Gloucestershire. Derbyshire have reached 130 for 5 end of day 2 going to take something remarkable to get a result there you feel Durham in Yorkshire Yorkshire lead Durham by 118 runs with 7 wickets remaining Glamorgan Worcestershire Worcestershire lead Glamorgan by 46 runs with 3 wickets remaining not sure, sure where that's going thank you to uh, Michael Nisa and then Leicestershire and Sussex Sussex are 319 for 4 at the end of day 2 and so, the only place really we can start is at the Lancashire Somerset match. And as I said, the the main reason, rather the only reason, not not to be rude to James Rue, but whenever Jimmy Anderson isn't present, the heart of a nation sinks. And it, it's reported that it's just a minor issue that left him off the entire day. And we can hope, we can hope that this is just over caution, uh, in, in the sense of. It's not as bad as it looks, but they're just going to make take no risks and let that minor issue repair itself before things like the ashes start. 
but concerning anyway because I think the uh, the cricket consciousness hasn't actually prepared uh, for for any eventuality where James Anton isn't playing cricket even if he's injured uh, so that's something to watch out for definitely but we're not him so we can't tell what's actually going on but all the best obviously we wish him all the best anyway it kind of skirts over James Rue's masterful uh, let me just check masterful how many runs did he score well he scored 117 in uh, the last match and then he backed that up with a very useful 105 off 241 balls um, really the bright the bright light from, from Somerset despite Jimmy Hansen's absence and uh, some useful contributions down the order from Matt Henry who reached half century and Casey Aldridge again having a, a good time of it with 46 off 110 um, and then in reply uh, we saw a, a decent if a bit sort of relaxed um, tame start from Lancashire in response uh, Luke Wells out for one run only of 12 balls and then Baldson and Williams uh, getting to the close um, Baldson 38 Williams off naught after Jack Leach got Josh Bohannon for 31 Anyway, I'm rambling. So let's head over to Surrey and Middlesex as the clock tells me we have. Uh, so I need Seth here because Seth can then just tell me how, how long the clock I've got. Five minutes. Wow, plenty of time. So sorry, Middlesex. Um, uh, uh, a little shout out. I don't know if you mentioned it yesterday. We probably should have. That uh, it was great to see all the players warming up in, in T-shirts dedicated to, to Dravit Syndrome. Matt Dunn's daughter unfortunately passed away from Dravet Syndrome and they dedicated that day for them and there's a, a, a an auction going on for to raise funds for that cause uh, and uh, yeah it's aside from the cricket it was nice to see everyone comes together and what is a bitter rivalry for sure put the differences aside and, and come together for a good cause but that will not spare Middlesex's blushes in any sense from the ridiculous collapse even by Middlesex's standards we witnessed yesterday um Burns leading the charge with a very well made 88 run uh, 105 ball 88 eventually falling to Ryan Higgins and uh, the listeners can correct me but I think that means he ticks over 10,000 first class runs for Surrey but that might be complete gobbledygook um, but yeah and then a really sort of tiring second innings. I only caught a little bit of it uh, for, for Middlesex who if you look up and down should have had all the ingredients they needed to to make inroads, but for whatever reason they just couldn't seem to prize out the likes of uh, of Ben Folks and uh, Jamie Smith. Jamie Smith there reaching fifty five from eighty nine by the close, and uh, actually being put down uh, off the bowling of Ethan Bamber by Stevie Eskenazi. Eskenazi, turning to Seth now on the final ball of the day. So I don't know if that last ball made the umpires think or. Oh, the slide's getting pretty bad, he wouldn't have dropped it otherwise. But they'll be disappointed that they can't have a bit of momentum going into the second day. Um, it's not quite to batten down the hatches and pack up for a draw yet for Millsex. If they can get a couple couple quick ones, maybe 50 around the lead for Surrey. But uh, yeah, it's not necessarily looking as as rosy as it did at 160 odd for, for one on the first day of play. Now, where is my timer? I, I keep, honestly, it's supposed to be a professional gig and I. Two minutes. Wonderful. Right. 
let's go over some other results then. Let's head on down to down to Leicester to Leicestershire to catch up with our favourite international batting duo, who uncharacteristically had a very very uh, torrid time of it. Uh, Cheshwar Padara failing to convert a fifty into a century for the first time at uh, Sussex in the longer format, seventy-seven of one hundred twenty-eight. The man to get him who uh, will be be uh, commended for his actions is Tom Scriven, um, caught Peter Hanscom, and then uh, Steve Smith, uncharacteristically, although he's had a couple of lowish scores by his standards, uh, bowled by Vian Mulder for three of 14 balls. Uh, now, I don't know, I, I, this is why I need Seth, I don't know what nationality Vian Mulder is, but is he English? Because we could get him. You could maybe get him into the uh, into the Ashes side. Him and Josh Tongue could be our opening bowlers just to make sure that we've got we've got uh, that on the lock. Here you go. He is from South Africa. Damn. All right. Well, maybe he's been here long enough to to be able to become naturalised. Anyway, I am far <laughs> too right. Now, just sinking ship. Let's just get out of here while we can. Uh, elsewhere. We have a. Let's talk about Glamorgan Worcestershire and uh, another phenomenal performance all round, really, all things considered, for Michael Nisa. Uh, four wickets in the first innings, obviously. Then a very, very useful innings leading 86 from 120 to go back to that first innings performance up. And uncharacteristically, I guess, for him, no wickets in the second innings for Worcestershire so far. He's currently on uh, 10 overs for 33, so he's going economically. But you have to feel after the round of performances he's had that uh, he's at least taking a claim that he could be included in the year. In the Ashes squad, I'm sure that uh, um, he'd be welcomed by his Australian teammate, uh, Manus Anyway, thank heavens this is over. Uh, bye, we're going to go. Bye, it's 10 minutes. Bye.